Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is November 28th. This is episode 130. Wow. And what a wonderful Monday it is. We've had some developments. We've had some interesting stuff happen as of today. And a bit of relief coming in as we started crashing a little bit early, as we previously talked about on Friday. But anyway, we'll get into it today. We'll talk about what we're seeing here and what we can expect for the next, hopefully, week or so. So, as always on Monday, we're going to start out by looking at our macros. Weekly time frame of both ETH and BTC did end up triple confirming to the downside. We haven't seen too, too much reaction, obviously, as of yet. This is not a great signal for us unless we can turn this completely back around in the next week or two. Essentially, we've at this point invalidated the triple confirmation to the upside that we've had on both ETH and BTC by now TCing down. The only thing that's going to revert that again would be another invalidation back to the upside. So essentially from this point, we need to see just slow build and continuation back up over the next two weeks. It's probably not going to happen within one week of each other. It could. It's it's very rare to see that happen. But we need to exactly like continue turning ourselves around with the bullish divergence that's here and hopefully seeing continuation to the upside to get that secondary invalidation. So as far as weekly goes, we have TC down, telling us that overall the momentum, you know, looking lower. But when we move into our midterms, we have some confluence saying that, again, we're trying to bounce here. There is a decent amount of divergence stacked up. We're trying to get a green dot pinched off. We can see our waves pinging, but money flow overall is still coming down. So we really need support behind us with the bulls in order to get this turnaround here. This divergence confirmed, this higher low on ETH confirmed, and going from there. Uh, when we start to look towards our daily, again, potentially rejecting here as of today, our starting entries may become invalidated if we can't turn this thing around in the next couple of days. So essentially, we're working to try and turn around the midterm and we're working to try and turn back up the macro. The shorter term time frames, the four hour and below, are looking at turning around as of right now. We can see that we've started to show some signs of four hour bottoming, green dot popping up, doji candle confirmed, starting to see turnaround here. Now, again, it needs continuation in order to completely validate the whole thing. As far as this midterm goes, we're looking for this higher low. This is what we were looking for on Friday was price action to come back into this region of around $16,000. ETH, we were looking a little bit lower, closer to $1,150, $1,130, that type of area, but we're right in there. We did touch into $1,150. So good enough for a touch, good enough for the thesis of what we were looking for here. We need to, but we need to get confirmation of at least the four hour to try and use this as momentum and build this and push us up. So what we're looking for here 
is we've got the higher low right now. We need confirmation and for it to close as a higher low, TCing itself back up and hopefully building momentum up into the midterm and into the macro from there. Essentially, this, you know, Sunday dump, fake out, Monday recovery hopefully continues from after close today. We're going to have to see how it goes. Again, daily is trying to bounce off the zero line of the wolf pack, potentially hitting a red dot today. If we do hit, if we do close the red dot on our daily, looks like ETH is, ETH is about a day behind. We're looking for a green dot to pop up very soon after, just as we saw back in here, just as we saw back in here. That's what we're looking for. Essentially, it's just a red dot, hopefully green dot, either the next day or the day after, depending because ETH still probably needs another day unless we kind of dump in the next two hours a little bit more, we potentially could close our red dot on both ETH and BTC today. If that happens, again, we could get our green dot for tomorrow or the next day, or completely turn the four hour back down, invalidating this whole thesis of divergence, higher low continuation. That's what we really don't want to see, obviously, but it's, it's possible and still potential. So again, you know, stop losses are still set. Starting entries have started to hit. Two have hit on Bitcoin, at least for myself, depending on how you guys set them up. Not financial advice, as always. And just paying attention to what happens in the midterm here. If the midterm starts to pull up, the short-term midterm, it should start to pull us up into the daily and the midterm and then in such order of so. Um, heading over to the DXY and the US 10. Take a quick look over here at what's happening. Uh, we're still looking at potential continuation lower, but we're starting to see a little bit of back push from the bulls in these charts. Um, overall, the macros are still looking quite bearish. Right, We're just crossing over down here. We're still pointing down in the money flow, just crossing over in the wolf pack as far as the US 10 goes. And we really haven't seen that much dumpage in the 10-year bonds. You know, We'd like to see much much more over the next coming couple months but the daily does look like it is starting to sort of hit support here potentially looking for a bounce looking for that lower high as again we talked about on friday potentially pushing back up towards four percent on the u.s tenure potentially pushing us up towards 108 109 on the dixie if it rejects from these levels uh it's a pretty pretty clear type of head and shoulders deal topping out formation, give us a lower high overall for continuation to the downside to break through this key level support. So that's what we'd be looking for if that does end up coming up as high as 4% and 108, 109. Uh, Bitcoin probably still has more downside to come if that's the case, which could be why we're seeing the daily reject here. Potentially we have, you know, again, more downside than previously expected, maybe back to the lows of 15,800 in the worst case. Um, but again, it shouldn't be, it should not be a lower low. That's kind of the conclusion that I'm coming to here. S&P, we can see some pretty decent bearish divergence that happened along these tops between the money flow, between the wolf pack. Didn't really show up on the market liberator, but two out of three is still good enough for some sort of backlash. Again, we could 
potentially still pull back in towards 38.70, coming back to the trend, shorter term trend support. Again, we're on a very, very short time frame right now. Taking a look at some of these macros, uh, definitely looks a little bit topped out, needs a break. Again, if we can look for a higher low, somewhere in 37.80 or 3,800 region, we should still be continuing to look for continuation to the upside from there. Now, what does worry me is that we're quite close into our resistance zone, right? The 4,000 to 4,200 level is the most key level resistance that we have built up right now. This is all we were really looking for in the short term was around 4,000. We've hit that. We've started to see rejection. Um, if it doesn't completely reject, it may try again. It may try stepping through and then maybe coming back down. And if it doesn't do that, then it's probably going to come back down from where we are now, which is just essentially, again, continuation. Maybe a lower high again here for your head and shoulders, right? Because we have divergence here. You'd be looking for a converging wave up to around 4,000 just below and then stepping back down towards 3850 as worst case scenario would be 3730 on the bottom end of support. So some things to think about in as far as trades go, definitely not a time to be putting in longs with the S&P. Again, you know, as far as Bitcoin goes, a starting entry, you know, not a bad idea, but also we are looking against trend. And as we spoke about in the last, last update, you know, it's always riskier trading against trend. You know, there is larger potential for bigger moves, but at the same time, it is much riskier. We may still have another wave to the downside before we get this pickup explosion to the upside. Yeah. And uh, I think it's about a good time to bring Pio in here. I know he was talking a little bit about hearing about the uh, Fed pivotal comments, some news coming out with a new uh, service. So yeah, Pio, please take it away, my friend. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, I think just a continuation really of, um, of what you're saying. Um, the markets had a bit of reaction today from a number of comments from the Fed. Um, you know, kind of sum it up. I was thinking of an analogy while you're talking, and it's kind of like telling the kids, no, I actually did not bring money, so we're not going to McDonald's, you know, and that's what they're trying to tell the market. So the Fed, you know, look, we're, we're in the middle of a trend, as you were highlighting. Like, don't fight that trend. And right now the trend is rate increases um, and overall tightening of credit. And that's not good, people. Like, that's, you know, it is recessionary. Um, if interest rates keep going up. And I think, yeah, it was a bit of a reality check for the markets today when the Fed, you know, effectively did say, you know, look, guys, we're, we're not going to turn on a pivot in just because you want to. Yeah, and just because, you know, you, you're at resistance or you're at support, like, I got to do this. It was like, no, the reality is, you know, our remit is, is to, to hike rates for now. Um, so that was, you know, it was kind of predictable in a way. Like, at the same time, you know, as much as, you know, the tone of my voice might hint at a bit of derision at the markets, you know, the Fed could still, like, you know... Eh, looking at CPI data and stuff like that coming in their next rate hike, you know, if it is 0.5, you know, that would be the markets would rally on that. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's very difficult for me to kind of say, 
it's more accurate to take action based on the external environment. I think you're you're really looking at support and resistance lines on tracks right now, depending on if you decide to do something. Right. Um, yeah, just on that, that's where I think we are. If you're trading on the Fed or you're trading on like what the bond market is doing, what the Dixie is doing, we're kind of in the middle, I feel. So, you know, there's a good trade to be had. And I think Bitcoin, like, yeah, I, I think your idea was good. You know, it's, you know, it, it's as low as a, it possibly could be, you know, um, for the next couple of months. But I wouldn't be like just gobbling up some more Google or Amazon, at these levels, depending on what the Fed is saying. <laughs> or anything right. in the Dow. The Dow, the Dow Jones actually looks really overbought. It has this massive divergence on a monthly um, to my eye. And it's not something people kind of, we, we would look at or necessarily would need to, you know, if we're keeping an eye on the NASDAQ and stuff like that anyway, which is more of a correlation with crypto. But yeah, reality. Interesting. And then you said there was something else. Uh, uh, fidelity. With, yeah, fidelity, exactly. It's good news. You know, like, in saying that, and I think maybe just to kind of add on to what I just said, like, you know, the market wants the bad news to be over. It wants to be searching for new all-time highs. And I certainly still think there's another leg down to go. I actually was meant to post and I saw someone's Elliott Wave analysis and it looked it looked pretty interesting. If it still kind of holds water, I'm not quite sure it does. It's hard to track these things like the pie, char- pie chart and the rainbow and, you know, but if, if Elliott Waves are still a thing, I think it looks looks kind of interesting that especially on a dixie that we might be in that kind of corrective wave or it might be the fourth wave <laughs> and there's still a, a jump up to go with um as bad as that would be in the medium term um and th- i see black in in chat like 13k bitcoin i certainly still think you know there's there's new macro lows to be found at some stage um you know fidelity announcing today that they're you know, they're basically open their um their retail accounts is it, really great. Like, uh, like I'm, it's probably blowing up right now. You know, and it's a perfect antidote to the um the cluster fuck that happened with FTX. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's interesting that Fidelity chose now to launch instead of maybe waiting another month or two to let that all boil over completely. So maybe uh, maybe you can give us a little bit more detail about the fidelity. Is it a, is it a it's a spot trading ETF or what? It's, it's I I don't know what they've listed yet, but I think it's just you know just like we kind of see here in Europe, like you you can sign up with online banking with Revolut, opening an investment account and trade all your stocks, but also just trade the kind of top coins. I think that's that's what it seems to be, not necessarily an ETF, just kind of crypto exchange stuff you know so until i kind of wrap my head around it further actually see it looks like you know i don't know if they're taking on coinbase but certainly they're fighting for the same customer interesting okay and a lot more clout like you know as i said the word antidote kind of felt right because it's just going to be like oh right they're really conservative and trusted and proven over multiple decades that they're safe you know that you know if it is a similar kind of offering to coinbase it certainly be vastly preferable, given you know it's not less risky. I believe. Fair enough, and I think competition in that side of the space is important too. You know, because right now you don't have a lot of big contenders, uh, really, to Coinbase. You know, they kind of take the main lead 
of course you have Binance as well acting as a as an entity too by you know allowing you to buy Bitcoin on their website. But no, I think I think that we need more competition in that space. Um, and that's an all around good thing for sure, as you said, especially because of you know the whole FTX thing. We need more trusted companies that aren't going to completely go belly up when things get bad. Yeah, I think you know, obviously Jonas, you know, has been quite clear about Kraken for years. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's gonna be an edge in the exchange space or you know, a custodianship space, probably a more accurate way to kind of classify them. Um, where they're actually compliant with regulations. Now, FTX kind of wild, really. It was a bit of the Bahamas. I know they had FTX.us, but they weren't really aggressive about stopping people VPNing, you know. And that's who the Tom Brady ads were aimed at. So, uh, yeah. I see. I Cracking out of the curve. Hmm. Excellent. So, yeah, some kind of uh, good news, bad news type of day. You can tell that there's uncertainty going on in the space. The big key point that we're, I'm trying to put down for you guys is that we need to see this higher low confirmed. We need to see hopefully some juice up in this bitch. Hopefully get a nice little midterm pump. Again, we're not looking for anything nuts or crazy. <clears throat> um, hopefully enough to turn the daily back up. Again, we were really not hoping to see a rejection off the zero line. You know, we're we're taking a rare a chance on a starting entry. That's it. If if it doesn't work out, you know, there's there's still a heavy hand that could potentially push us farther into the downside. So it's just be beware and be careful. Have stop losses set. And don't, you know, don't be risky right now. It's it's a terrible time to be risky. I believe that it is hopefully gonna turn into a into a bottom here too but again you just don't know with what's been going on in the background of everything if the S&P turns around way harder than expected I mean you know where's our major support of this trend it's way the heck down here at this point now we have to hold the key level which is our green line here which is around 3730 3750 depending on when we hit it if we don't hold that you know where could we go probably not going to stop here it's probably going to make its way all the way back to the bottom of the major level that lines up with horizontal major levels as well so just yeah man i mean you know trading off of feelings is emotion and you know how that goes so just be aware and be careful that it may not play out this way you know we may have a much larger drop in coming we're still you know we're still on on the you know open to the possibility of taking a much deeper dive down potentially into 13 potentially into 10 maybe even eight eight thousand dollar bitcoin once again is very possible still at this point so just you know be careful be aware i'm not telling you what to do but it's uh just just like i'm taking very precautious starting entries in this space and that was also again before the daily started to shift back down. I want to see the shift back up in the next two days or so. If we re triple confirm back down, which I believe we're on the precipice of, because we're already technically TC'd still as of both ETH and BTC. Um, actually, ETH is behind. If we re triple confirm on ETH, 
invalidating that TC up, yeah, I'll probably end up closing my starting entries, you know, go back into a short and go from there. You know, even potentially hedging at this point isn't a bad idea because we just don't know if it's going to take off or take off down. All right. One more thing before we end off today's episode. Uh, if you guys didn't see again in the TC updates, there is a major update that you guys need to read through. Um, everyone has been essentially canceled on the TC VIP. Um, so you won't have the triple confirmation A indicator anymore in order to regain access. You're going to have to join one of the tiers of the new system. Again, you can you know head over there, get all the information you need in that TC updates channel. All donations uh, will be directly used to support the project growth of Triple Confirmation. So give that a read, guys. If uh, you know, if you use the indicator, if it's something that you need, uh, you will have to re-sign up for one of our levels. And we appreciate your guys' understanding with the whole thing. Jonas was having some issues, some stuff going on there, so we did have to do a full reset. And with that all being said, my friends, I want to wish you a very wonderful monday hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your day watch for the close today see what the four hours doing uh let's see if we can keep turning around this short-term midterm and uh hopefully working out that daily because if we can't if we reject off the 618 or something 16400 uh you know we're looking at more significant downside all right potato out <laughs> take care guys have a great rest of your day bye, -bye.